thank you. Thank you so much. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good noon, good day, good dawn, good dusk, good desk, good Shabbos, good fall, good summer. <laughs> it's an it's a season. It's a new season for it's us, a isn't new it? This season. is the season premiere. Tis the season to be jolly. Everyone's very excited about it from the upfronts. The low show po is bad. Uh, <laughs> we took a... <laughs> We just don't end any words that end with consonants. Um, we took a break for a while, uh, and a lot of things went down. I mean, just coming back today, it's a momentous, momentous day, a big day in world history, uh, by which I mean that today is the uh, kickoff of the NFL season this year. Uh, no, of course The not. joke only works if people know exactly what Right, we're not doing this live, so doesn't uh, doesn't fly. Uh, no, the queen, the queen is dead. The queen is dead. Long live the king. Uh, today, uh, queen Elizabeth passed away and uh, went to the went to the great empire in the sky. Um, so that was uh, that was just an interesting thing to observe. I mean, do you have any 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 thoughts on that? Well, it's. It's wild working in social media because everyone was like, Whoa, what are we posting today? Does it have anything to do with like royalty, queens, kings? Like, so we, we just didn't post anything today. Um, and I did see a thing, by the way, where somebody was like, because the thing to do on Twitter is like, oh, sympathies with the family of the, of the, the, the monarchy or to make a joke about it, which is what I did, or to go, those pieces of shit were responsible right. for so much misery in the world. But or there, what I like, did, and you don't have to well, but, but, fucking but, say anything. <laughs> but what I was going to say is that's good, but there were companies that were like... Oh, I know. You know, like, Johnny's Forks is raising a fork in honor of... There you know, was we some really bad give ones. a fork. Yeah, there yeah. was like a, like, I think it was like Lego, like salute to the queen, and it was like a black and white... <laughs> Lego, but it looked like the queen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the other funny one, um, not to laugh at other people's misfortunes, but today, I guess, is the season finale for Drag Race Canada. And so the tweet went out like, the crown is up for grabs. (laughs) Who's going to get it? I'm sure it was was written and approved weeks ago, but it got deleted. Like they probably had put it into a a machine that was just going to send it out no matter what. But so it got deleted, but I'm just like, ooh, like it couldn't (laughs) have been worse wording, you know? (laughs) Looks like there's a vacancy on the throne. (laughs) Um. But yeah, and I guess Hamilton tweeted about it and people kept commenting like, do you know what your play's about? (laughs) (laughs) It'd be funny if somebody somebody in Hamilton involved with that tweet was like, you know, I should really... Watch the... Yeah, I get it now. (laughs) So this is a... This is taking oh, place back okay. in the, oh now so I, like the, the king room, character is kind of like the queen so for it's us. It's not now. just any room; it's like the room where it happened is the room where wow 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 wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean it. It's 
I sound very flip about it. I guess I am. Let's be honest. Mm. But like, it's sad when somebody passes. Um, but away, I don't have any relationship to the queen or the monarchy or royalty. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's it, it. I don't. So you and I are kind of on the same page on this one. Like I don't really care. Ultimately. No. No. You no. Know? No. Well, she and a it, good long right, life. Right. Like she was she 96. 70 years. Seven she, zero. That's crazy. Right. Like we've know. never had a different monarchy in our lifetimes. Like that's not normal in in the history of well, the as many people Britain. pointed out, she was the queen of England for 30% of the existence of the United States. That's crazy. That's you know? crazy. Yeah, and before that, you know, the record was George was king of of England. George the Third was king of England for one point oh four. Um, <laughs> Land it. <laughs> I didn't even care about that joke enough to finish it. You, know? <laughs> you got bored in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. No, but I think other generations they would like. Not as much as our presidents, but you would see like kings come and go within your right. lifetime. Right, right, right. And that hasn't happened in so, so, so long because she got the throne at such a young age. I'm not saying anything anyone doesn't already know, but it's it's still notable. I did see a funny, what I thought was a funny tweet, which was something about, um, you know, if you've watched Game of Thrones, you know that this is the best time for us to invade Great Britain. <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on well they know what's going on like <laughs> i guess it's um, charles yeah it's weird i mean i don't understand all that stuff but but people were genuinely like the some of the british people were definitely like eh, it's really Moved. sad that the queen yeah. yes, she's been there for my entire life it's been a constant right and i and- can't believe she's gone and that's fair. I'm just saying that I it would be phony for me to try to cultivate to feel like you were affected a feeling it. when I do not have one. Right. Who cares? But we did talk about it for most of the podcast so far. So well, for why two don't we people take a break who don't and we come back and uh, <laughs> do a segment we like to call parting shots. Uh, okay. So let's uh, let's let's talk about uh, other stuff. What else okay. is, uh, well, you and I partied together over the mm-hmm. break. We, we, uh, we got <laughs> so <together> hard. Partied. <laughs> yeah, we, we really cut loose. Sat and, and we, solemnly chat. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was trying to explain to somebody the other day, like, I didn't even really understand the exact thing that went down. Did we ever figure out what happened to that guy who had a medical I'm emergency? so glad you brought it. I, I can't stop thinking about it. Because Let's just the, set the scene. Okay. Because <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I'm like, something wasn't right. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I should have done something. So Amber <laughs> and I have a mutual friend who had a pool party in a part of Los Angeles called Eagle Rock, mm-hmm. which I always confuse with Echo Park for some reason. I think because they both start with they E. They start with E's. Yeah. And they're like compound words right and so anytime i drive out there there the way i drive there's a sign that goes this way to echo park and i'm like and oh, you go, i should get up here and then i'm like <laughs> yeah. oh, no that's not it 
Um, for people who have never been to Los Angeles, it's an extremely easy place to get around. All of the signs tell you exactly what neighborhood <laughs> you're going to. It's very simple and you get everywhere quickly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I got to this party. And as we have discussed at times on this show, I'm not fun. I, I don't enjoy, <laughs> par- I'm not, I don't like. <laughs> I, I was considering not going. Mm-hmm. Um, really, the, the, the big motivating factor is it's been a crazy heat wave. That is why I'm in a different location. We got um, a window air conditioner unit for just our bedroom. So it is the only room that like I could be recording in my normal area, but I would be pouring sweat. It is so humid and so hot. So um like and it's been like nine days, just so people understand. Right. right. It's it's been, been it's one of those where it like doesn't get cool at night. Mm-hmm. If anything, it feels like it gets hotter. But um so like my my computer's on my bed. I this is the wall like there I don't have a big bedroom. Like it this isn't I I'm in a fire hazard situation right now, right. but um, I only brought that up because of the crazy heat wave. I was like, I can't spend. Jeff had plans the next day. So I knew I needed to be home with smudgy. And I was like, I can't spend multiple nights in extreme heat by myself at home. Like, I, I think I'll go insane. So I was like, sure, I'll, I'll come. Cut to, I get a text from Amber saying, I'm going to this thing. And I'm like, okay, I'll go too. I show up. My friend is right at the front entrance. I say hello to her. Not that you're not my friend, but the person whose party it is is right there. (laughs) And I say hello to her, but you can't monopolize someone. No, it's her party. party. It's her birthday party. Yeah. It's her birthday party. And, uh. So I immediately was like, okay, I know no one here. What's going on? And I just kind of wandered for just just like 14 seconds and then spotted Amber all the way across at the other end of the pool. I was like, <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Outside the pool, might I add. Fully yes, dressed. Yes. Sitting, sitting in the in the corner of the pool deck area. Um, so I went over and sat down. So we were just talking because we hadn't seen each other in a while and then all of a sudden as i remember it mm-hmm. amber's face just blanched <laughs> and i was just blathering on about something and i realized there was a guy on the ground at my feet basically yes. like lying on his back on the ground and then people started to gather like around hovering around well from my point of view we were sitting sort of near the edge of the pool and we were talking with two people who were in the pool. Right, so, right, right. So, and you were, again, were sitting closest to the incident. So I was facing the incident when I was you talking. You were facing, to you. I was facing away. I was right. facing you, which is why my right. recognition of something was. And this guy just kind of, he's, he's sitting with his feet dangling in the pool, uh-huh. but he just goes down and it's cement. You know, like it doesn't. And it wasn't a stunt fall. It was just like a flop. Like right. It like was... it didn't look right. And I also like didn't have, you guys were in the middle of a conversation. So it, it was so funny. My brain doing the like, don't be rude and interrupt. But like, I think someone's dying. Like I, like, <laughs> I, didn't, like, I was battling out. And so I, I'm glad my facial expression. I did. We have an emergency. <laughs> 
but I was like, I, I think we need to at least get out of the way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he didn't look great to me. Again, I didn't know the man. He was a stranger. I've never met him before. So maybe that's what he always looked like. But he looked ashen to me. Like his tone looked gray. Yeah. Um, and immediately, immediately there was like five of his friends, I want to say, just like huddled around him in a way that I, I was like, way too close. Some space. It was like, very, very hot. Um, it was very hot. And then they all just kept shouting. He just got high. He just got high. They're, it's nothing. They're not He's fine. concerned in the slightest. Not, not if not anything, it was defensive. Again, mm-hmm. in hindsight, I was like, he thinks you do protest. I don't know if it was his girlfriend or his, I guess his, that one girl was his woman friend. Bodyguard. Um, <laughs> but she just kept it going. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Never gotten high before. And he just got high for the first time. He's fine. And she was so um, confident and insistent with that sentiment that I feel like everyone was like, oh, okay. But right. the more you thought about it, I was like, that's not what happens when you get And meanwhile, high. this guy looks just <laughs> like, guy's passed out on a concrete deck of, like, of passed out, flopping, yeah. flopped backwards, just lying still, right. could possibly potentially be dead at this point. Right. I think Eyes was, closed. Yeah. And they eventually sort of carry him mm-hmm. to a chair, but not far. They move him like feet mm-hmm. so that he's sitting, but he still looks real lethargic and his eyes are closed and he looks great to me. But everyone kept saying that he was, you went and got him a water bottle, I think. <laughs> right. Well, that was, I was like, I don't know what to do, but at least I should probably try to go get some water because that's, the, right. that's the thing that's you the should one, do yeah. when get him some water. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I even comically, if it's just to splash like, his face. I comically like went the length of the pool mm-hmm. into the driveway area, searching through several coolers that were, were filled with beer, sure. and finally going into the garage and into the refrigerator in the garage. There's no water in there. Then up on top of the refrigerator, there was like the remnants of like case of water. So I, anyway, I grabbed the water, but this whole time I'm just like, oh, this is such a lost cause. Like, of course. Someone um, will have gotten him a water by the time I get back there. And I got back there. And of course, nothing had changed <laughs> since I left. Everybody was just like, he's fine. He's fine. And I was like, does anybody want to give him some? And the, 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 the girlfriend was like, like fine. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, we should give him water. We should give him. And I was like, wow, how does this not occur to anyone? I mean, I was, it felt to me like it took me 20 minutes to get that water. Like it yeah. was way too long. Yeah, I spent the whole week thinking about this. I don't know about you, where I'm like, no, did we witness, like, I know I watch a lot of Columbo, but like a, a murder? <laughs> but like. Everybody there was implicated. Yes. yes. Is it like a. Like, like death a, on um, the Nile, like we all yes. stabbed him. Yes. Or. um, Yeah. I, I don't know. Um. I, I just, I don't even know what his name is to be like, hey, Julie, how's right. Derek doing? Like, I don't even know where I would find that information. Well, okay. So here's another thing. I then spoke with the person whose party it was. Well, and I'm later. sure she would notice if somebody died at a party. <laughs> but was... she didn't even have any awareness that something had happened. Whoa. Like, she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't know who that was. So... That's Whoa. also weird that, like, there's a lot going on there. There's you know? some weird, weird stuff going mm-hmm. on. Um, 
but anyway, that was uh, that was exciting. That was exciting. It, yeah, but I, I hope think, that guy's okay. We don't. I we'll, hope. We'll, I hope. We'll never okay. know. We I know. Will never ever know. If you're that guy listening, write us. Please, yes, let us know. <laughs> Leave okay. us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, right. Or like and subscribe. Hit that. Hit smash, <laughs> smash that, that button. <laughs> um, Ring the bell. But I, it was also such a testament of, it's something I need to work on, but being like, that woman was probably, she was definitely wrong, but like so confident and insistent Mm -hmm. that everyone accepted it as fact. It's kind of like what's going on with politics or stuff like that. But I feel like you can use that power for good, not evil and, Mm -hmm. and be like, just having the air of authority gives sometimes people give you authority and it's, it's an interesting thing to, to witness. Well, nobody wants to be the person in that situation. Right. You know, nobody wants to be the one who's taking responsibility for this person if they're having a serious incident. Well, and Um, they are his friends. So like they would know if he has like diabetes or like more than we would know. So there's a limit to what we can bring to the table. Yeah, it just it's funny because I just watched a, an episode of a show on Amazon called Modern Love. Have you heard of this show? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. So it's based on a column in the New York Times where they talk about like, this is how our romance started. We were both mm. parking our bicycles and we locked each other to each other by accident. And then we had to spend <laughs> the rest of the day waiting for the locksmith to come. You know, That's so cute. Then, That's a cute story. <laughs> <laughs> I think a whole episode about that. But anyway, there's one episode where there's a guy, he he like, I'm trying to remember how it happened. Like, you don't find this out till later because he's he's like kind of a dorky, normal dude. And he's on a date with like the hottest woman you've ever seen. Like literally the hottest woman you've ever seen. And so so it's a little weird. And they go back to his apartment and it's clearly like just their first or second date, maybe their first date or something, but things are going well. And he's about to hook up with her. Like they, 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 they make, uh, they make, uh, I don't know, martinis or something. And, you know, like just that, that brief interval of like, now we're in my apartment. Let's pretend we came here for one thing. Right. And we actually came here for something else. And we've all been there a million times. Um, so they make, they make martinis, but then they're not going to drink the martinis. They're going to get to the thing they really came there for. And somehow he, oh, I guess he's like fucking around and trying to pretend that he's cool. And he slides off the couch onto the floor and you just hear like, and he lifts up his arm and the glass from the martini is sticking out of his arm. And so the Uh rest of the episode is her accompanying him to the emergency the room and they have, they do surgery on his arm. And then he has to be there for six hours because he was under anesthetic and she's there the whole time. And it just goes on and on and on and on. And it's kind of the same situation where it's like when somebody's in a medical emergency like that or whatever was going on with that guy, it's, it's hard to be the person who goes, I'm going to take responsibility for all of this. Right. So you have somebody like that woman there going, nobody needs to take responsibility. He's Everyone's fine. Like, he's Great. fine. Yeah. You know? And so then people are willing, yeah, people are willing to go, I guess he's fine. I don't need to be concerned, which is, which is kind of what I did, you know? Right. I kept an eye on him, but what am I going to, I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
He seemed fine. I don't know. Did he? And then, and then they were coming around with jello shots for everybody. Oh my like, God, really constantly. And I was like, somebody's dead. Like, stop <laughs> offering me a jello shot. I don't know who those people were, but they came by like every five seconds. I, I told her no conservatively nine times. <laughs> jello shots, you guys, jello shots, jello like, shots. I was like, still no. <laughs> I feel like I wanted to say something like aggressive to make them stop. Like, like, I can't believe you guys are still handing out jello shots with everything that went on with Bill Cosby. Like, that seems, <laughs> that seems contradictory. Um, but yeah, so then this is another, this is another fun thing that happened at this party was, I don't know how, but we, Amber and I ended up like standing over on another, another part of the pool. I think we were just trying to make Spin, there, yeah, there's like right. limited, you just got up to get away from more there's limited before. places to go when the yard is mostly a pool right. and we had kind of a good situation but then a medical emergency happened right, right. so, so we just sort of involved with this we yeah. just shifted like a few feet and then and then uh the person whose party it was came over and was like hey this is this is this person mm-hmm. and, and he is a guy who's involved with stand-up so I thought he should meet you guys because Sean and Amber both do stand up, and uh, and then she left, and then we were there with this guy, and then Amber left immediately. Well, I was going to bring this up. Um, <laughs> it was very easy for me to leave because he didn't address me once or acknowledge or, my existence. <laughs> or, or, yeah, or me really. Like I, it felt right. like that he guy just, like, did not mean to anybody his around. Monologue. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I, why am I? <laughs> I respect it, man. Pull that ripcord. Get the fuck out of there, you know? <laughs> unsafe, unsafe. Head for the hills. Women and children first into the lifeboat. Well, it was funny because um, I went to the party with Jeff and Smudgy, which was an adventure in itself, but I, whatever. It is what it is. Um, but I wasn't drinking. So I was the designated driver and and Jeff was having a good time. He wasn't like out of control or anything, but he was having a good time. And I think he did have a jello shot, which he enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was like, I'm, I'm going to go get a snack. I think that's how I got out of talking to you guys. Mm-hmm. And so then Jeff's like, oh, he wasn't with me, but he followed me. And he's like, where are you going? I was like, to get a snack. And then we were standing in front of the snack table. And he's like, what are you going to have? I was like, I'm not hungry at all i just needed an activity <laughs> i needed to go somewhere <laughs> i needed an escape plan and there was like i can't go two more feet this way <laughs> yeah there was uh yeah that guy was just uh, a whirlwind you know he i was, bet uh, she was pawning us off on him on purpose for mm-hmm. that exact reason yeah that makes sense uh but it was funny because he told me all about some of his former clients and I won't mention names, but they were people that everybody would know. And he very clearly despised these celebrities. Right. That worked with I feel like that that's not happy. a great managerial. Well, that was funny when, cause he was, he, yeah, he had been a manager for like a famous comic and a famous actor that everybody would know if we said their name. Um, so let's just call them Madam Panther. Okay, both okay. of them. Yes. <laughs> Madam Panther 1 and Madam Panther 2. 
So he was the manager for Madam Panther, and he was like, "Yeah, this fucking he asshole." What a with like, I hate his guts. Like I would spit on him if he and walked Amber, in right now. And Amber goes, "So you're not their manager anymore, are you?" <laughs> <laughs> like I, he said something like, "I never want to see him perform ever again." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really funny, and then but yeah, but but what's and funny about that right also. Over- <laughs> Right. That's what I was going to say. What's funny about that is that you're like blatantly mocking this guy to his face <laughs> and he doesn't get it. Like he just, right. it doesn't sink in like, that, no, 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 no. that nobody could be completely, that anybody could not be completely right. fascinated by every word out of his mouth. Well, it's also, um, I'm fascinated and, and jealous on some level of that, again, sort of unaware confidence because mm-hmm. like he doesn't know like i might be that guy's biggest fan like right. it's 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 wild to just come in guns ablazing with your take right. not at all considering that other people might have feelings or relationships i don't know and i'm not and i don't care and you called that comic <laughs> that night and we're like crying what so-and-so is saying about you oh yeah i'm stirring the pot um but it's also here's another aspect of that which I think is equally funny and disturbing is that as we were talking see I don't I'm with you that it's like I, there's no point even participating in this conversation because this right. person could be by themselves and they would still right. be having the same <laughs> conversation but I become aggressive in that kind of situation. Mm. Like I become like, I'm going to stop you and shut you up and make you. Did you do listen that? to me? Um, well, a little bit, but you know, and a lot of times it's not successful because somebody like that will just, I mean, I'll give you a good example of somebody who was not there that night, who I was at an SNL party once years ago. Uh, and I was talking to myself and a couple of other people were in or I guess it was only one other person we were talking to uh, Tracy Morgan or he was talking to us for 45 minutes oh did not so stop he, talking. He is his character in 30 Rock basically. Right. And, and, and somebody said to me later he was probably, well, who knows. But whatever. Up. Whatever. But I, I have no idea if that's even a real thing. But this is going to be on TMZ tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Morgan maybe from, did from drugs 20 years, 20 years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, 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 you know, like, and I was like, this is crazy. Like, why are we even here? This person is basically doing a monologue and I'm irritated by that or whatever. And so I said something, I don't remember what it was, but I was like aggressively trying to Uh interrupt him so that he would listen for a second and realize that he's being rude by going on Mm -hmm. and on and on. And I'm not saying like, Hey, you're being rude, man. But I just said like, yeah, here's a thing, blah, 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 whatever. And he, this is literally what he did. He just stopped for a second and looked at me and then patted me on the butt and then just turned back and kept talking aggressively the same way he had. Like, he was just going like, don't try to bother. And I'm way more interesting than you. Anything it's not you your party. Contribute to this. Yeah. Um, That's why, that's a wild reaction. Yeah. But, uh, well, especially because he grabbed my butt. TMZ, Tracy Morgan grabs a guy's butt 20 years ago. Um, (laughs) But anyway, this guy, I was like, oh, 
and he was talking about making a show with this comic and he mm. one of the people he'd worked with on the show was somebody oh, that right. I know. Right, right, right. I, that's when I was like, okay, they actually have something to talk about. I'm going to go. Right. So, so, so I really <laughs> tried to, I was like, yeah, I did this. And, the, and, and then he found out what I had done mm-hmm. and he was familiar with Mr. Pickles and he was like, oh, oh, I like that show. Let me introduce you to my daughters who both do voiceover stuff so you can use them in stuff going forward. And I was like, this is such a weird, crazy LA party energy of like it's like the the stereotype of an LA party. Yeah. And 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 not like, I mean, his daughters were like 17 and nine, you know. And let's not forget that people are overdosing on drugs (laughs) feet away. Yeah. Also, yeah, it was a very LA party because as I was wandering around to the snack table, like, you know, when you just hear glimpses of conversations, but not mm-hmm. whole things. And I felt like everything was like, well, you know, live action, uh, bu- 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 like short form, like every, like it literally right. everyone was talking about the industry and there's nothing wrong with that. But I was like, oh, like that's where we are. Yeah. <laughs> we're in an industry town. Right. Uh, and and the host is an industry person, and so all of her friends are industry people as well. But it is a little much sometimes, you know. Yes, and it was like, funny wh- to me while this is happening, and the guys overdosing. There's like a child like doing cannonballs into the pool. Like it was, it was that light may have out. Been this guy's this <laughs> may have been this guy's dog. Uh, how was her voice? <laughs> <laughs> but well, that's the other thing I was going to say is it wasn't just like he was like, oh, you know, this one's done. <laughs> some stuff and this one's really good too he was like my my 17 year old is amazing ever since she was a little kid she creates characters with her voice she does this and this and he's like selling me like he's a fucking manager he's like selling me on her and brings her over and he's like tell him what she she did yeah yeah they both were there the two daughters were both there Oh, that's why I say that when you saw doing cannibals in the pool was probably oh my his daughter. God, I he thought was like nine kidding. years old. No, no, no. Oh, they both were there. And so he brings the 17 year old. He's like, tell him the shows you've been on. What have you been doing? And and, and, and it was so funny because she really like, had done a couple of like shows, but they were like, you know, she was like, well, I did a show called. <laughs> I can't even come up with a good, but it was like you know, Rhonda and Danny in fourth grade. It's a Nickelodeon show. And then there's a show called Ducker McGee and his best friend that was on Disney plus. There's a lot of shows. And I was like, great. That's so great. I really, I'm a huge fan. (laughs) Like we're in different worlds right now, you know? Um, And then the little one had never done anything, but she's a brilliant, like she's a genius apparently. So it just was so bizarre. Like I was like, let the kids swim in the pool. They don't need to audition right now. That would have been great if I was just like, okay, let's pretend for a moment that you're a (laughs) 75 year old woman who just got hit by a truck. Give me like, (laughs) just improvise, just throw it away. Just throw it away. Um, So anyway, that was a, that's we, I, when we walked out, you said that he was pushing his daughters on you for voiceover, but I didn't realize he physically brought yes, them over. literally <laughs> called them over. Yeah, and also literally we, made them come and speak to me. Meanwhile, we we 
had this part of the conversation in real life. But like, meanwhile, you aren't currently working on or casting a show. Like there isn't, you have limited power. Right. Like, (laughs) yes, I will get them work, but first could you get me work and then I can get them work and then we'll all be working. It'll be great. (laughs) Very, very strange. Uh, Thank God he didn't know I worked at DreamWorks Animation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now pretend for a moment that you are just on a, on a, uh, uh, I can't even think of it. Uh, Pieces of fit. Not, no, no. What's the name of the uh, plenty of fit. You're on a plenty of fish date with Shrek. How would that go down? (laughs) Took me a while to get there. Uh, But anyway, that was a that was a fun night. That was a fun. Uh, fun it was just. Good it was to get nice. Out of the just, house, yeah, you know? to be outside. Mm-hmm. And then you guys, I came over and found you after I got away from that guy, and uh, I was very confused by the sign on the house that had an arrow pointing to the bathrooms. Oh, I never even went. Okay, there. so there was a sign on the door of the house that said bathrooms, and it pointed towards the front of the house. And I was like, are you supposed to follow that sign from outside the house or from inside the house? <laughs> and I thought maybe they were telling people to go around through the front door and oh. go into the bathrooms that way. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll walk out to the front of the house. And I walked and out then it was the house and it was like dark and the door was locked and whatever. And I was like, oh, so you're supposed to. So I would put that sign inside so that right. when somebody came into the house, they would see the sign. Maybe they wanted people to know that there actually was, in fact, a bathroom in the house. Right, <laughs> Maybe some people know. don't. I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's 2022. You never know if you're in a place that doesn't have indoor plumbing. When they have a pool, right. they might have an outhouse out beyond. Right. I mean, pools are expensive. You got to cut yeah. corners somewhere. Right. Um, but anyway, so I came back over there and you guys were on your way out. And I was like, me too. I'm leaving. You got to see firsthand. I love it. Um, in our marriage, like um, people think that I'm like the nice, sunny, friendly one and mm-hmm. that Jeff is the curmudgeon. But Jeff was like, I need to individually say goodbye to each person. And I'm like, let's get go. Like, <laughs> I, I have never felt the need to do that. And it's so, but like you got to witness that. Cause I was yeah. like, when I mean, let's go. I mean like now. this moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was perfect for me because that's, you know, I I felt a little badly when I spoke with our friend the next couple of days later because she had family there. Like her her Mm. mother was there and her sister and I knew that her mother was there and I felt like I should like go say hello hello to her or whatever. But I was like, I don't want to spend, I don't want to be like hunting somebody at this party. Right. Right. Um. But I think she was feeling fine. No, I, no, no. Um, no, no, no. It was, it was, it was, it was all. When we got there, she was like, we brought Smudgy. And this mm-hmm. is the same house that I went to the 4th of July pool party, just for listeners keeping up. And she was like, oh, what's making you? notes right now, yeah. like diagrams. But oh, she was like, oh, what's your dog's name? And like, I was like, you've met, not that you need to memorize his name, but like mm-hmm. it, it felt like she was like, I haven't seen you in so long. And I was like, it's been a month. I, right. Like, I, like <laughs> I, I don't know. So like, I don't know if you were so drunk that time or this time. Like, right. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're right. Like what, either way or whatever the case, it right. wasn't like she, it wasn't like when I spoke to her, she was she like, how no dare idea. you not, yeah. how dare you not talk to my mother? You know? Right. 
Um, she had a lot of other stuff going on because she had family in town also. That's like a whole other level whole of thing. like yeah. dealing with shit, you know, mm-hmm. and some of them were staying with her. And apparently there was a, there was like a kerfuffle during the party with some of her family and some other people. And, you know, who Wait, like Tell a me gang, like a gang, a gang fight, like a gang. Oh, fight. like they jumped someone in, like an yeah, initiation. Yeah. It was, it was not peaceful, but it was expected, and it took place, and it scared <laughs> some people. But you know, and some some woman was just walking around going, "He's fine, he's fine." <laughs> so it all it all worked out. Uh, but anyway, that was uh, that was me and Amber like living it up on the town. Oh nighttime. my god, so hot! Yeah. We were there. What like? Maybe an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big deal for me. You know? Yeah. Um, and I got to meet this guy who uh, had no interest in anything I was saying unless I could actually get his daughters some work. So now I'm writing an animated show about a 17-year-old and a 9-year-old. <laughs> Her genius. Called I'm doing cannibals in the pool while someone is dying of a fentanyl overdose. Feet away. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> That's the name of the show. The show's called He's Fine, dot, 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 question mark. Um, all right. So that's that's what we did together. Let's talk about what we did separately during this. Yeah, I was going to say we're going to like it's going to be the whole episode about this one evening, which I love and was great. But I feel like we have actual things There's to catch up on. We yeah. haven't seen each other. Well, right. we have, but <laughs> we haven't seen each other right. in a long time. Uh, so what have you been up to? Amber? Check in. <gasps> Nothing. No. <laughs> I was thinking that before this, before we even got into this little, uh, uh, whatever you call it, this little um, podcast chat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how funny it would be to have Jamie here because uh-huh. you know that we would have been apart for like a month and a half, and he would be like, uh, "I had a sandwich." <laughs> I, yeah, I made. But then it would somehow devolve into the most psychotic story I've ever heard in my life. And I was like, how did well, you not had think to, this was we had an to pull it, We had to pull his beating heart out of his body just to sacrifice <laughs> him to the mighty god Kulu. And, you know. The story where he did drugs with strangers? Like, I still think about that one a lot. That is also so funny that we just sit here and, like, kind of nod along. While, while he's <laughs> like, yeah, I just went to the house of these men I didn't know and had drugs with them. And then curled up in a sleeping bag under a tree. Of course you did. Uh, but anyway, so what have you been up to? Um, it's it's been a well, good is <laughs> good is a strong word, but it's been a it's been a Too month. Um, I Jeff Smudgy and I went out of town together as a family for the first time. We mm-hmm. went up to the mountains to Idlewild just for a weekend to celebrate Jeff's birthday, but. It was really fun. And it was, you know, again, first time traveling with Smudgy overnight. And um, it's doable. We could do it. Like our world's opening up every time we do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was wonderful. We had this little cabin that had, <clears throat> it was a dog friendly cabin, obviously. So it had a, a little yard with a fence all the way around it. So Smudgy could just do whatever he wants at all times, but he still stayed by our side. He's pretty codependent. It had this big deck that looked out over a creek with huge, um, beautiful trees. 
And so we had all these grand plans of like going hiking, doing this, doing that. And we basically just were excited to be sitting on a patio, looking at a beautiful sky and beautiful trees Mm -hmm. and for it to be 10 to 15 degrees cooler. So we didn't do a whole lot, but we loved it. And yeah. He um, had that area for smudgy so that he could do whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> but I, he still was like, mother, will, will, will you escort me to poop? And I'm like, the whole point is you, you could do it whatever you want. <laughs> it's funny because when he was at the pool party, he was he definitely he, was a little troubled when I came in. But I was impressed because like I sat there for I don't know how long, maybe 10 or 15 minutes, just scruffing his neck. And he just oh, wow. was fine the whole time oh nice and he was like rubbing elbows with people it turns out he was stealing people's food and that's why he was (laughs) but he looked like a confident guy who was he stole the woman who kept saying he's fine's food he was like let's see how fine it is when i do this so i had another confrontation with her i can't believe we're still talking about this party but but um, i totally forgot that when we were leaving you were like we have to get out of here because smudgy is stealing people's chicken Oh, speak of the devil. He just opened the door. Hello. Welcome back. Um, but uh, but yeah, we don't need to talk about it. He stole someone's chicken. It's not a big deal. But once he's in that mode, there's a live like, chicken, though. He stole yes, 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 yes. But then he's like, he's like resource guarding. And I don't want someone to go to pet him like you did. And that's then, what I was always afraid of. I, I still get yeah. afraid of that with him, that, yeah. that he'll nip at me or something. You know? Yeah. But then I did that and he didn't do that. Didn't even... Right. And I was like, we, we got to go before we're sued. Like we just, or before I'm having like the worst time ever. So like, um, yeah, going out of town with him is great. Um, my parents are in the United States currently, so I've got to hang out with them. Legally or. Yeah. I mean, they, they're citizens still, Mm -hmm. I think they've got dual citizenship. Um, they, are staying with my brother and it's been good to see them and they where they are in San Felipe. It is so hot. Like this heat wave is nothing mm-hmm. to them. It is so hot and it has been for, I don't know. And you said it's humid there as well. Six right? weeks. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's like 95% humidity. So they came here and they're like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> it shows you everything's relative. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, and, it's another name I'm toying with for my sitcom about the two oh, sisters who are 17 now. Because they're related. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm torn between like really going into detail about everything that happened all month or just like hip pocketing things. Because once we start recording weekly, then I'm like, I got nothing. <laughs> right. Well, I think, yeah, pick a thing, go into detail, and then you'll have plenty of stuff down the road. You can talk well, about um, how you roasted vegetables, right, right, right. The kind of hummus you ate, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, in Idlewild, I'm really bouncing all over the place, so mm-hmm. bear with me. But in Idlewild, we did go to the grocery store to get groceries. Sure. Why else? And there was a poster that night. There was a comedy show in town featuring Adam Cousins, who I don't know if you know, but like. He was doing open mics when I was doing open mics. And it, I just I feel like I know who that is. I, I'll have to check after we get off this, but I think I know who that is. I just, I was dying. I was like, I can't get away. Like, no matter where we, we could go to the smallest town in a mountain. And there's like, <laughs> the scene is here. Um, 
And Idlewild itself is kind of a fun town because it feels like the through line is that everyone there does mushrooms. It, like it, it, there, it, it's very eclectic. Um, you'll see like families walking on the street, and then like goth nineteen-year-olds with like piercings everywhere, and um, the mayor is a dog or was a dog he's passed just like the queen um well he's still a dog he's just a dead dog yeah right the he was a mayor mm-hmm. he's no I longer guess, mayor no um and the whole his whole cabinet is dogs like it's a, it's like a quirky town oddly though the new mayor is king charles of england <laughs> um and what else it was supposed to rain in Idlewild when we were there, and it did not. And that made me sort of sad because we were staying right on the creek bed, and that would have filled it in and have been lovely cool. to have witnessed. Yeah. 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 Um, did you and, guys do mushrooms while you were there? No, 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 no. We sat on a literally. We sat on a patio and um, ate. <laughs> <laughs> drink um we we went for walks though um trying to think what else hanging out with my parents is cool um i've had it's making sense to me now why this guy just wanted to keep talking while we met him at because we got nothing <laughs> uh, well what's going on with you i'm good in conversation i'm not good in monologue Right. Um, well, I have a lot. I have a lot uh, uh, that went on during the time we were <clears throat> we were away. Uh, uh, but uh, I guess the one thing I'll talk because because I, I want to talk about directing this film, but yeah. I, but I feel like there's I, so much to that that maybe we'll say it could be its own episode. Episode, yeah. Um, and for the record, so people don't think I'm a bad friend, I asked about it when I saw him in yes, person. Yes, yes. Like I'm not disrespectful. I remember no, 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 it's no, important. Of course. <laughs> and if you think that Amber's not respectful, fuck you. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Uh so I, I guess I will just say that I went to the East Coast for two weeks during this time. I guess I was there the last time we recorded. We recorded right, right. while I was staying at my at my parents' place. It's when we and decided to take a break. And I think that's good. You needed to just be right, there. Right. That was a that was a a lot. Uh, you know, I was I was in a house with everybody, all my brothers and their spouses and their kids and my parents. <clears throat> all of us in the same house for a week at the beach in Virginia. It's a big difference from being in your own condo for yeah, yeah, multiple years by, a, by yourself. Uh, it's just a, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Like it's, it's a lot of processing human interaction. <laughs> in well, and, and kids are like a whole other level too, because they have, needs that are like right up front like they're not even um it's a it's a nice thing because they they don't have passive aggressive tendencies but like boy are you hearing what they need all the time (laughs) and so anyway i was there and i and unfortunately i got you know there there was a concern of course for everybody and this is a thing that we had done extensive discussions about before we all met up 
about COVID and whether it was going to, you know, whatever. And I had flown there. And so I was worried about that. And so I woke up on my second day there and I felt horrible. I felt really, really sick. I went and took a COVID test and I was not positive and I never tested positive after that. But I did have a terrible cold for like four days. And one of my- How long were you there? I was there for- five and a half or six uh, or something like that. Yeah. So the whole time, like the whole trip. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things about that is that this trip that we go on every summer is not just my family. It's all my cousins from all over the country and everybody used to be that we would all meet up at each other's house for dinner every night. Like one family would serve dinner every but, night to uh, 80 people. So you would have what, these 80? dinners every night. Yeah. Yeah. Or, Holy or, crap. Yeah, it's 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 a huge group of people. Um and so you anyway, every night you would like say, Oh, here's five of my cousins I haven't seen yet. Let me talk to these guys, let me talk to these guys, whatever. Right. And now that's not happening because of COVID. So the only time to see people is down at the beach during the day. And I just wasn't making it out there because I just didn't feel so so I didn't really see anybody the whole time. You know, Ugh. all these people were there. It defeats the like only, the whole point of the Yeah, yeah. And the only time the only time I did see anybody, and this was a funny, this relates to what I was going to talk about with directing the short, was uh one of the things I was trying to figure out while I was uh uh there, while I was down there, was um just what I was gonna shoot when I shot this short. In other words, I had the script. But one of the things you do, and I and I don't mean to like, like talk basic to people, but one of the things you do when you're shooting is you go, these are all the shots I want to get. You come up with a shot list, a list of shots that you go, okay, we're starting with this shot, then we're going to get this shot, and different shots you do different parts of the script, and that's how you cover an entire script. So I was making my shot list while I was there, and I was communicating with the with the uh, cinematographer, the director of photography. And some of them, I was like, not really clear in my head exactly how to describe what I was looking for. It's hard for. to picture too. Well, it's harder for somebody else. It's easy for me right. to picture it, but it's harder for somebody else to picture it. But you also have to be like, this is what I want to see. So this is where the camera is going to be. And this is where the actors are going to be. And I just had never done anything like mm-hmm. this before. Um so, so I said to my nephews, I was like, I want us to shoot a version of this. Will you guys help me with this? And so I had this list of like 20 shots. And just with my iPad, I was like, we'll make a, we'll make a short, uh, uh, we'll make a short movie that just shows these are every shot. In other words, not doing any of the dialogue, but like, this is where we'll cover this thing. Right. This is where we'll cover and I was like, if anybody wants to help me, I would really appreciate it. And so the next morning we met in the driveway and there was like six of them, like 16 year olds, 15 year olds, 14 year olds. Cute. And they, like, I was like, this one has a driver's license. So he's going to move all the cars around because we had to have the cars in a specific arrangement. So he was responsible. But then we were, because we were shooting different things, there were times where we had to move the cars to clear space for the camera to get in. So we had, we had him as the teamster. And then there was like stuff where I had gotten into a discussion. What one of the, there's two cars in the short, one is a police car. And I was like, I want to shoot 
in the mirror a view of the siren of, of the light on top of the police car in the rear view mirror and the dp was like i don't think that's gonna work and i was like oh yes it is and so i had to have one of the one of my nephews be the art department and I, I was like just figure out a way to make there be a siren on top of that car back there and you know and th- so then we would have a whole discussion about like does it have to be on both sides and i was like no no, no we're only shooting it so that this side shows so we only need mm. it on one side of the car anyway i thought these guys would hang with me for like 15 minutes and do this but we and spent, get bored <laughs> we spent almost two and a half hours and they were there the whole time and we How made this cute. thing and the day of the shoot, the after we were done, the, the or not even the day of the shoot, a couple of days later, the DP and I were talking, and she was like, "I really thought it was so good that you made that thing because it was so helpful helpful for me to see everything that you wanted." So anyway, it was just a funny thing that I got these guys. And, I bet and, they will remember that forever. Too. <laughs> well, but it was just funny also because they were also the actors in it, and so you know, they're all like they're teenagers. So they're, they're trying to be cool at the same time that they're trying to be in this thing. And it just comes across so funny. Like it made (laughs) me laugh so hard every time I looked at it. And then one of them uh, had made a video who he's, so he's now, I think he's now 16 and he had made a video when he was 10 of himself dunking a basketball in his room that is one of the funniest things I've ever seen because it was a series of, I don't know, 10 or 12 or 15 dunks, each of which had a name. So he labeled each of them like the name of the dunk. And it, it just is amazing. Like it's, 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 <laughs> it, it, it took him like four days to shoot it. And he like put so much into it. He was 10 when he did it. And he even the funniest part of the whole thing he even put in one where he fucked up the dunk and like fell and hurt himself. And then you see him like get up and like move towards the camera to turn it off. And he's clearly in so much pain as he's. It is phenomenal. And he put music to it. And so after I cut the whole thing together and labeled every shot, like this is the shot where they're talking about this. This is where they're doing this. I was like, so I want some some kind of music to come in at the end here can you and so he went through and like went through the whole musical catalog and like figured out what music to put on the end of the whole thing so anyway it was it was it was uh it was fun it was a fun i love it a fun little arts and crafts project for the beach uh aside from the time that i spent sniffling and sneezing in my in my little did you shoot that after you were sick or like Durant. I think it was right at the beginning. Like it was uh-huh. just when I was, you know, I, I think what happened was, and I honestly don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was like, okay, we'll meet in the driveway at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. And then I woke up that morning and was like, I feel terrible. I tested myself. I was fine. So then I just powered through doing that. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the week was just like, ugh. That sucks. Yeah. And my, one of my brothers who, who has the youngest kid in the family was like, just so you know, you know, he, he had a cold last week. So it mm-hmm. may be that you, because I have not been around. Right. You have college, no you know? immunity built up yeah. whatsoever. So besides being in the house with them, you know, the, um, the fentanyl. Right. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I have, 
a couple of times in the last four or five days, and I don't know where you are with this, but I have gone into places without a mask on a couple of times. Mm. And it's definitely felt very strange. Weird. Like I know yeah. that's I know that's totally acceptable at this point. I don't know if it's safe, probably isn't safe, but everybody's doing it and there's like, you know, whatever. Um but I guess I'm sort of in this place where I'm like, if this is gonna be what things are gonna be like, then I should start to start getting used to it. To that, yeah. You know? Um, so anyway, I made that short with those guys and now we're in post, we haven't even talked about production, but part of me is like, I wonder if there's a way in the credit sequence of the short to put two little sections side by side of like what I shot with those guys versus what the actual. You have to, it's so is. cute. <laughs> uh, because. There's even a moment, it's so, this made me laugh so hard, uh, where I, I said to one of the kids, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're playing a policeman who's getting out of their car and they're trying to look important. So maybe you like straighten your gun belt or something like that, or, you know, and he, so he gets out of the car and they're, they're, because they're all trying to be so cool, they're all so stiff when they're acting like they're, they're trying to look bigger than they actually are. And they're very conscious of the fact that they're on camera and whatever. And so he gets out of the car and then he has this long, awkward moment of like, and then he grabs at his belt and pulls it up and down in, in a way that just doesn't look at all real, <laughs> but you can tell what he's trying to do. And that moment of the gun belt i think might make it into the because i think we shot that for real that the cop gets out and goes like belt or whatever in a, in a much more normal human way not right. a, like i'm a creature doing this <laughs> um, so uh that would be a funny thing to put side by side you know um but anyway, it was just so nice of them to to, to sort of i love it that, you know it's fun. Uh, so why don't we why don't we uh, take a break there and then uh, you know because I do want to talk about what it was like to direct this thing, but I feel like it would take me four hours to sort of dissect all. Yeah, that. next episode or yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with a segment that we like to call checking in. you're listening to the long shot it is a podcast where we take occasional month-long breaks from recording um so uh, this is a part of the show that we like to call checking out so let's uh start let's start with amber amber parting shots how would you like to leave the people so talking about like not wearing masks and and that's the new normal mm-hmm. i i know you typically don't like us talking about future tense but i'm going to make it current it's more it's more jamie that i get upset with about <laughs> that. 
and it was Eddie back in the day. It was never really you because I feel like there's no, there's never anything to their stories when they, they just say like, here's the thing that's going to happen. Whereas I know you're going somewhere with it. Right. Hopefully knock on wood. Um, but as of next week, mm-hmm. I am required to go back to the office. It's only three days, not five, but, um, the way it's working out is I work the other two days. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, but, uh, so I have to go into the office tomorrow, at least for a quick meeting. It's too boring to get into, but I, I have to do that. And then Monday I'm working a photo shoot again, too boring to get into, but I'm, I'm not going into the office, but I have to work not at home all day long on Monday. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm in the office. Um, it just feels like I'm not easing into, it's not like a gradual change and I'm nervous. Like truly, I don't know how to get ready and get my butt out the door consistently that early in the morning anymore. I haven't had to do it in so long. Um, I've done a couple things to try to adjust my, my, um, I don't know, mood about it is I, I like did back to school shopping. Like I was a little kid because I also haven't had to be presentable, like head to toe in public multiple days in a row. It's so, so long. Like I just wear shorts or PJ bottoms and then like a t-shirt anyway. So I bought not a ton of stuff, but I bought some like blouses that will be comfortable and look quasi presentable. And I bought some new shoes that I think are really cute so that I'm excited to wear them. I don't know. Sorry. I I hate to do this, but I have to go back to something you said, the lesser known of the hunchbacks, by the way, (laughs) presentable. Um, the other hunchback of Notre Dame. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm nervous that I'm going to be way less productive and way more tired, but I guess we have to do this for some reason. Why do you think you're going to be way more tired? Because I have a response to that. Because now, yeah, (laughs) well, multiple things. Now I can sleep until I don't, but I could technically sleep until 10 minutes before I start working Mm -hmm. because I could just, you know what I'm saying? Um, I also don't, I interact with people, but just on zoom, like I've worked in the office a couple of times and it's exhausting the amount of extrovert energy of just people walking by. I mean, like, Hey, how have things been? And Mm -hmm. it's not even that I don't like it. It's, it's fine, but it takes energy out of me especially with zoom calls and with messaging at work, it's, it's very much dictated. Like I know it's going to happen. I know when it's going to begin and end and um, there will just constantly be human interaction. I'm saying it like I'm a monster, but, um, but without, I can't just like go sit in my bedroom in quiet for 15 minutes at any point. Like it, it, it's, it's going to be a constant. And the driving and the parking and the getting dressed. The driving and the parking. <laughs> but what what was your response? Well, no, I was just going to say, like, first of all, I do, I would like to be in a position where I could go back to work in an office because that would mean I would have a job, which sure. is 
Just well, and then, for me then you can point, cast those two girls. That's the whole point, you know? Right. That's uh, what you're way, doing that's it another, for. That's another name of the show that I'm thinking about is that's the whole point. <laughs> so, so far I have, he's fine. Uh, it's all relative. And that's, <laughs> that's the, the whole point. point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but. Yeah, so so all kidding aside, it would be great to actually have some place to go. And I also feel like for me, the level of human interaction I have is so is so low at this point that it's like ugh, I'm turning into a crazy person. Right, you know? right, right. Um, but you know, well, two things. One is you talk about not being able to get ready. I, I feel like I always have the best intentions when I wake up. I'm like, I'm going to get up, I'm going to eat breakfast, and I'm going to get to work within 45 minutes of the time I get up. And it's like four hours before I, I do anything. I know, I know. Um, so that's one thing. And then another thing is, and, and we've talked about this a little bit, but it's really it, it's really evident to me that this is a real thing at this point that I am not able to uh, stop myself from is I crash for like an hour to an hour and a half every day. Totally. Like I take a long fucking nap. A and I don't siesta. Know if it's like I think it's natural or something, but yeah. I just I, I, that was never an issue when I was when I was actually working or living a real life among humanity or you know <laughs> the folks but but now that i'm in my cave i'm just like well it's 2 30 time to crash for a while totally. and sometimes i set an alarm and i go i'm only i'm only gonna sleep for 45 minutes and sometimes i don't and i just sleep for as long as i feel like sleeping at that point you know um and i mean sometimes i still am staying up way too late, but sometimes not. Sometimes I'm in bed by midnight or one o'clock and I yeah. still have that craving at, in the middle of the day to just crash out. I know? think, I mean that like, don't most European countries sort of operate that way where they have a big lunch and then rest. It That's feels killed the queen. <laughs> it feels civilized. I think we should, I think by the way, I was reading about the queen's drinking habits and apparently she i'm trying to remember what it was it's like she would get up in the morning and have by 10 o'clock she would have her first drink i can't even remember what it was and then at lunch she would have a glass of wine with lunch and then after lunch she would always have or maybe i'm getting it backwards but she would always have like a martini and then a glass of wine and a piece of chocolate at the end of lunch that is then, crazy so by one o'clock in the afternoon she was always like three drinks into the day um, I just feel like a headache. Like it's just, <laughs> it's all just so dehydrating. Right. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I guess I, I, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen when I actually have to function like a human being. Right. Yeah. We'll see. And there's things like um, next week I'm supposed to go to a play with two of my good friends on a Wednesday night. And I made that plan being like, yeah, any, any night of the week should be fine. But now I'm like, it's going to be my first week working. I'm going to have to rush home and then rush to a play, like, and then fall asleep in the play. Like, uh, I wish I had thought this through. Yeah. But um, it'll be fine. 
I think I'm of two minds. I think part of me is excited just to like mix things up. But then the other part of me is like, I don't want to do this. Weird, strange, difficult times. And we'll see how long it lasts. I don't know. Could be forever. What's the deal with this fifth shot that everybody's getting now? I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. Uh, I thought you were involved with the CDC somehow. Fun fact, my parents got AstraZeneca because that's what was available um, in Mexico, but it wasn't approved here. And according to their doctors, like their vaccination record is they have gotten zero vaccinations. Like they look like they're anti-vaxxers because they're just not counting it. They have to start from from scratch. So they're going to end up with like 40 vaccines. Exactly. Exactly. Kind of they're full be- of electronic yeah. chips. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Well, the Astra- AstraZeneca, I mean, the AstraZenecans were some of the first, <laughs> one of the first civilizations in Mexico, right? <laughs> yes. So, um, well, speaking of anti-vaxxers, uh, we're, we're, well, I, I go back and forth on this. Like, I, I feel like we are, and we've talked about this a lot on the show, we are fucked as a country at this point, mm. like deeply, deeply fucked. Um, and I'm, I'm specifically referring to this. This is what has gotten stuck in my brain most recently. And it may have changed a little bit today. We'll see. Um, but clearly the former president took things that he should not have taken from right. the white house to his beach club. So crazy to say that, but to his public beach club where anybody can be a member as long as they, by the way, spies have budgets. They pay for things like club memberships to get people into. Yeah. It's it's making it easy on them. Yeah. (laughs) They don't have to like, it's not like Tom Cruise in mission impossible. No, they just have to rope and like one little drop of sweat was about to fall off and he was going to get caught. They just to buy a day pass or whatever. Right. (laughs) Have a drink in their hand and go like, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was the bathroom. This is where you keep right. all the top secret records. Um, so that's crazy. And so the Department of Justice goes, let's try to fix this. Let's try to undo the damage that this guy is doing. It's it's horrific damage in a variety of ways, some of which we're aware of and some of which we may not even know. Like there's you know, there's all these suspicions about is he selling lists of names and all that stuff. Who knows? But even if he's not, like, what country is ever going to be like, yeah, guess this is what's going on with us. What's going on with you guys ever again? You know, right? Right. Um, which is which is how people talk to each other in international diplomacy. <laughs> uh, but you just do checking in, <laughs> right? Uh, but but so that's one part of it. And then the Department of Justice goes after him and, you know, sends the FBI, the very corrupt, wicked, evil FBI to search his, uh, search his place and take a bunch of stuff. So all that goes on. And he go and he, he, his, his legal team, whoever the fuck is working for him goes, oh, we're going we're gonna to try to stop this by going to court. But we're not going to go to court anywhere near where it happened. Let's mm. see. Where is there a judge who might mm. be? And so they go to this one judge 
who, as we all know by now, was confirmed after Trump lost the election, who is brand new, who's been a member of the Federalist Society for 15 years. She's she's a child, basically. I mean, she's like 40 years old or something and has no experience. And they go, look, just and by the way, this is how you talk to judges. You go, look, just hook us up, hook us up, you know. Come on. And she does. She does it. She does this crazy thing. And now I don't understand. Like how that's okay. Well, no, no, no. I wasn't even going to say that. I don't understand all the ins and outs of the ruling and the law and all that. All I know is every person I saw commenting about it, who's like a legal expert or a lawyer or a former prosecutor or whatever was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is she doing? What the fuck is this idiot doing? She's wrecking everything. And so, and so, and my takeaway from that is like, well, he's going to get away with it now because, Mm. you know, all these people are going, what the fuck this judge did that. But then they're also going, but there's no rule that says a a dog can't play. She's a judge. So we got to go by what she's saying. And that Uh, becomes this weird loop of like, yeah, he has put a quarter of the judiciary on the bench. And so if he's allowed to go pick whichever judge he wants, then anything he does, he can go, hey, get Freddie. Get Freddie mm-hmm. to be the judge on this one. And we'll tell him that if he gives us what we want, when we get reelected, we'll have a make pony. him Supreme Court. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. And, and so it's this weird catch-22 where because the, the, the side of good and right is like we have to obey the rules – Right. And they're going, they're well, like they're judges. These, themselves. Yeah, these, yeah, these people are judges, so we have to listen to what they say. It doesn't matter that they got in there corruptly or that they were chosen for the wrong reasons or that they were, you know, that they're not qualified for their jobs. I mean, so many of them were, were rated by whatever, the American Bar Association as incompetent, unqualified, whatever. None of that matters because they have now been appointed to the bench. So they have the strength of... Mm-hmm the constitution behind them. And so everybody goes, well, this is so fucked up, but there's nothing we could do because of this judge, you know? Now I will say that today the, the department of justice like pushed back on the pushback from the pushback of the pushback. And again, I am not smart enough to understand what's going to happen going forward, but it seems like maybe the thing that happened today from the department of justice was good because what people are saying is people, this is what everybody's saying. Everybody's the man came up to me with tears in his eyes and he said, but what they're saying is this gives the judge a chance to walk back some of the bad decisions she mm-hmm. has made without making her without losing face. Yeah. Like without making herself look like a fucking asshole, because what's going to happen is they're going to appeal it. If she doesn't walk this stuff back and they're saying, if they appeal it, she's just, her ruling is going to get slammed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, again, people are saying, but they're saying like, this is a, this is a young judge who has completely destroyed her credibility for the rest of her career by, by issuing this ruling. And I, and I, and I, you know, anyway, the whole thing is so. But I'm sure there was some sort of like political gun to her head. Right. Of course. Like, and, and it may even. That we don't even know what. But it may even be just as simple as what I said before, which is like, if you do this you will be first in line for the Supreme Court when I get reelected. Now, who knows if he's going to be reelected? He could be. And if he is, then she has that promise and becomes the next 
member of the Supreme Court. He's really good at keeping promises too. That's what he's known for. But what he what he's what he's actually is really good at is making people believe that he right. will keep those. I mean, he never right. does, right? He never right. pays anybody for anything. And as soon as somebody disagrees with them in some way, they're the least competent person. They're mentally, they're sick. They're, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they wanted a job from me. I mean, it's just smear, smear, smear. Uh, anyway, it, it, it's very, very concerning um, because I don't, it's like one side is following the rules and one side isn't. And the side that's following the rules, like you said, is handcuffing themselves because they're going, well, there's nothing we can do because these are the rules. Right. You know? But it's also this catch 22, because if this, if the side that is following the rules stops following the rules, the other side will be the first to say, those aren't the rules. Well, you know, like That's a whole other. Yeah. That, that thing that all the, I mean, now, 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 now I'm just like making noise, but it does the hypocrisy of mm. the Republican side of things just is mind boggling every day. I'm like you can't, well, how dare you say like the whole thing. <laughs> we won't keep talking about this, but I will say like when Biden made a very specific point to say mm. in his speech, I am not talking about all Republicans. I'm talking about the people who are in charge, who are encouraging violence by right. the MAGA movement. Those people are semi-fascists. And everybody- Which is also a very watered-down statement. Yeah, yeah, of course. To say but they're everybody fascist. On the Republican, but the reason he has to do that is because right. everybody on the Republican side goes, he condemned all Republicans. What a fucking asshole. This guy ran on being a uniter, and he's just being a divider. He's dividing the country. How dare he say critical things about people who are doing the things- that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so anyway, we're back. We're back. The long shot is back. We're back, baby. Better than ever. Better than ever. Uh, all right. Well, that's our show for this week. And uh, we'll see if the Republic holds through next week. We'll have a report next week from Amber on what it's like to be back at work three days a week. I'll be like... <sighs> <laughs> Uh, I will have a report next week on what it's like to direct a short film. Nice. And uh, the ins and outs of that. And uh, yeah, please like and subscribe. Smash that like button. Hit the bell. Ring the, make the bell ring. And then uh, that's it. Bye. Bye. You say you're not sure if you want me. You say it is too soon to guess But I quit, this is it, you've forgotten That I am the only one left But have you considered the option Of me laying flat on my back And crossing the wires on the dimmer So you don't expect my attack I'm sure that you'll laugh when you read this I'm sure you will sniffle and squirm But I am the only survivor Of your vicious 20-month term So where does the time go? Marissa, 
And whatever took us so long And which of us settled the science That proved all my theories so wrong I don't suppose that was you 